0: Think the best talent, the top performing talent, performs best when there's eyeballs on them. They know that someone's watching, and so they want to they want to be a show-off. They want to go crush, they want to do great.
1: You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done.
2: Hi, everyone welcome to estimate rocket radio my name is kathleen i am the director of sales here at estimate rocket and i am joined by my very dynamic co-host chris shank who is the leader of education and engagement here at estimate rocket hey chris how are you today
1: good always great to be on with you kathy
2: (laughs) thank you so much uh today we are so excited we have a long time friend with us his name is Ryan Groth. Ryan is the CEO of Sales Transformation Group. I don't know if any of you know this, but Ryan is also an ex-professional baseball player. He has now developed a renowned national coaching and sales development firm. He and his team, their mission is to transform and elevate construction and building materials industry.
1: We talk with Ryan about sales teams. He knows how to build a good sales team whether you're starting from scratch or you already have a sales team and you're trying to grow more or you're trying to change out your culture to attract the right kind of salespeople. He just has an idea of where you need to get to with your sales team. And I love that because not everyone can see it that way. We love picking his brain. Can't wait to see him at the Transform Conference. Check out the link in our show notes.
2: Hi, Ryan. It's great to have you on Estimate Rocket Radio. Welcome to the studio.
0: Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Chris. Great to be with you again.
1: All right. So tell us what's going on over there at STG, uh, Sales Transformation Group. Always some cool stuff and new things happening. What's going on with you guys?
0: Yeah. So we've done a lot of great things going into the rest of this year and into next year. We're Events has been kind of my baby. I love seeing people, I love, you know, hanging out in person, spending time, looking them in the eyes and seeing our customers. And so we'll talk about the big event here in a little bit, but we're planning on an event specifically for salespeople called the sales athlete takeover. So that would be like, Hey, I'm going to send my salespeople and we're going to go retreat and just hang out with Ryan in a day for a day. And we'll get into all things like mindset, family, like get them thinking about their sales career as a profession that they want to become competitive with and really take seriously and level up their life and their business and their sales careers. We have a Maui event for sales leaders and owners in February of next year. Um, we're relaunching. We're doing year two of ServiceCon, which is an event for, for companies that want to grow their service departments, which has been awesome. Last This year was a great one. And we'll do a few other events, a Roof Warrior event, which is for residential roofing contractors and owners and sales leaders and their salespeople. Um, so we we'll love that. And we've also launched our, our podcast season two of Growth-Minded Contractors. So we're, we're excited for that launch. And we are launching into paving. So we have a product called okay. Pavement Accelerator. We're excited to, to launch in paving. And, and then we're going to really retweak our programs to be a bit more industry specific. So um, that's on the product roadmap, just to bring more specificity to our clients, because we have expertise to go deeper and add more value. Um, and yeah, there's, there's another recent change we're looking at, um, adding more uh, regular in-person visits for a, a different service price uh, that we would call our platinum service. But basically, Much more hands-on sales coaching management and sales leadership in in our clients' organizations, like almost like an outsourced sales leadership Mm -hmm. department. And that's something our clients are really in need of. And a lot of the sales leaders we we've run into or worked with, the owner is that sales leader. They don't have the time and they just don't have the expertise and they need to hire a sales manager. But even that sales manager needs a lot of help. So yeah, we're excited for a lot of those changes. And uh, ways to just improve the customers we work with and, and their performance across the board.
2: Awesome. I, I know that went by really quick, but what a journey. What a what a workload on you guys too. I mean, you know that's incredible coming up with all these new plans. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of value to one on one coaching. I like that. you know the ability to pay more and you can have someone fly right to your corporate office. That's pretty cool. Yep. I like that. So we talk to a ton of companies, right? At Estimate Rocket, we have several, several thousand. So, you know, they always talk to us about, do you think it's time to expand our sales force? So what are some of the triggers that you can share with our Estimate Rocket community of what are the signs that it's time, it's time you need to start hiring?
0: Well, you think about the spectrum of like getting a sale done and you think about the spectrum from left to right. And you think about on this side, you have a direct sale. So they go door to door or they find that client and they take it from cold to sold, from contact to contract, right? They take that all the way. And there's a lot of things that a salesperson the skills for that salesperson to have to have in order for them to do that. Prospecting, relationship building, you know, selling value, closing, you know, all that's, all those skills are required to take it from cold to sold by a sales rep. And then you have the other end of the spectrum, which is like, you know, like Apple. It's like you walk into the store and you already know what you're going to buy. And then somebody just tells <laughs> and you're just buying, you're just like an order taker, right? Very, very little skill needed, right? Mm -hmm. Like think about the other side is like, no, you're going to, we're a cell phone company. We're going to go out and sell cell phones and walk out into the street and sell them the iPhone or we just have the store and the brand and the demand and the location and the price and all that you pay for that location in the mall. All that creates enough demand where they come in and they're just buying, right? So you think about, some contractors we work with uh, are probably somewhere in between this, right? Mm-hmm. And where, where I think that you have to ask yourself as a company is, do we want to be a company that really requires zero sales effort to sell deals? And I don't have to, we don't have to do anything that remotely feels like selling. It's just order taking. And, and if we want to do that, is it worth it? Right. Well, what's going to have to happen? You're probably going to have less sales because of that. You'll have less margin in those sales because you're not selling as quite as much value. You're not upselling as much as well as you could. Um, You're going to have salespeople that are probably overpaid Mm -hmm. because, you know, they, they kind of wanted to be generous. And so then they have these overpaid, undeveloped, undisciplined order takers and then that's all fine and dandy until things get hard and the economy gets tough or something changes and you don't have the sales culture where there's some standards that we believe in and that require that sales ability, which is kind of the other end of the spectrum, which is like highly motivated door to door, taking it from cold to sold all the way. And I think there's a middle ground there where you can, you can decide, hey, we want to grow and we need our sales competencies to improve, to Help us close that gap because if we're just relying on pure brand leads and essentially somebody who just takes an order, that's going to limit our growth. But you don't have to learn a whole lot. You just got to, it, it probably will be profitable and the closing ratio will be high because you're just waiting for the phone to ring or waiting for something to happen. And I think that there's a really good balance in the middle there where you have a demand, you got a great brand. You got the sign on the right street, you know, on the right highway, you get enough eyeballs to see the brand. It looks great. Your trucks look great. You know, your reviews are good. It's all good. But you also have a salesperson who's trained and he's like a, a lethal, we- a weapon at the same time where they are uh, assertive enough to try to take things to uh, as far as they possibly can. That's moral and ethical for the betterment of the business and help you land more customers and, you know, um, do more things in the community. So I think there's a good balance in the middle. And you got to ask yourself, where am I on the spectrum right now? Are we have a bunch of salespeople that can't sell anything and they're really struggling to even pay the bills? Or do we have people who are drunk on leads and they have lead after lead after lead. and They don't even follow up after any lead. And there's just money being left on the table. What's the middle ground we want to be uh, living in? And that would, there's a sweet
1: spot there. I want to find the people that are drunk on leads. <laughs> I, I usually find the people that are um, starving for leads. Uh, everybody. Well, I think it's also a symptom of wanting to grow and being very ambitious that it's never enough to say, Hey, this is what we have. We are in high demand. Everybody's coming. Like, I think at that point you're like, okay, you want to build capacity to get to the next level. Like you're yeah. always playing the next level, always more sales, always more leads, maybe, but, um, that's what the next question actually I have for you has to do with, okay, if, do you feel like, I guess, the preliminary would be, do you feel like the growing companies are looking less for the sale, uh, what do you call, order-taking salespeople, and more for the edu- the salesperson as educator, as persuader, you know, as connector, because that that is the more advanced sort of salesperson. Do you feel like the growing companies are really needing more of those salesperson as educator?
0: yeah the growing companies are sales organizations that happen to do X,YZ contracting. That's the, the growing ones do because they they have the they, they know that they um, they know that they can't just coast their way based on purely uh, environmental conditions. They're going to need to create and make things happen with their with the, with the best of their abilities. And you can create a culture in a team environment and uh, attract winners and high performers into your company when you have a vehicle to help them be successful, like a sales career. And I think that just with the way the business world is shaping in our industry and it's becoming more professional, there's more technology adopted, there's uh, better best practices. Um, you know, it's, it's more. Exciting to think about having a career for an ambitious, you know, person to be successful in this career. Where, you know, in the past it wasn't quite like that. And I think that if the owner wants to have people who aren't thinking, I want to go, you know, start their own business and have their own career, but to have those type of talented people in their organization, a sales is going to be one of those places where they can come in and compete. And so, yeah, salespeople trained, developed. Salespeople within a system within your culture is going to be a a wonderful component and needed for you for you to grow.
1: I was going to, yeah, and I was going to ask you to tie into that too. um, And you started talking about culture and having maybe a recruiter. I was going to ask you how do you find those types of good salespeople, Mm -hmm. the more professionalized, um, skilled, or people who are ready to be trained. is there any quick tips there? I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if, what are you what's your thought about that?
0: Yeah. I'd say that training people who have not been trained and, or have a ton of experience is a better route. If you have a good system to train them in and a good culture and a good standard to bring them up to, there's less pushback. There's less, Oh, I did this before. There's less muscle memory that they have to mm-hmm. break down build up uh we, this is a it's a it's tough it's they call them retreads it's like they've they've been a contracting salesperson for years they've been around a lot of companies their resume looks like they've been around the block with some good brands you're like wow they work for that company great and then they come in and they just they're expensive excuse makers right they're mm-hmm. they're they're not the type of person that you want in your locker room and the way i see it is it's better to bring in a person of character that fits your core values that aligns with your core values and that you're willing to be patient enough to train in and invest in and when you do that and they have been coached and trained and developed and you have your fingerprints on them you know it's it's rewarding but then they're they're also a, they're also compliant with what you've set up mm-hmm. and I think that's what you want, because when you when you, I think about things in the sports lens all the time, you know, if you're a freshman on the varsity team, you're not going to come in and just tell everybody how to run their team. <laughs> you're going to look at what who who are you looking at? The seniors, right? What are the seniors doing? Well, the seniors are this. Why are they seniors? Well, they've been on varsity for two, three years right, or four years if they're a freshman on varsity. Same thing with with sales. You know, and that it's 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 uncommon to see people have a sales career for 25 years in one place. Typically they're bouncing around a bit. But if you see a company and then there's a salesperson who doesn't do what the sales manager is saying, doesn't really live it out. They're not they're not beating that drum that everybody else is trying to the, the manager's trying to beat. You in your in your mind as this new salesperson, you're gonna think to yourself, what should I do? should I do what the sales manager is asking me? Cause if I do that, then I'm actually outshining the sales veteran who is being expressed as the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you just have these, you have these things about culture and you you want to have a standard that's being met. And then that, that becomes a track record for success. So when the sales manager is like Kathy, I'm telling you, Chris has been doing this for two years. In his first two months, he was like not sure about the number of dials, or the number of meetings, or the number of referrals, or the number of knocks in the neighborhood around the, the jobs we installed, or the rehash and the follow up of our pipeline, or using this set of questions, and you know all that. But when when he finally got out of his comfort zone and like leveled up, he this is why he's one of the best in the company. This is why he's a top performer. Kathy's going to say okay, I'm in because Chris did it. And I think, that, I think that's going to speak volumes if, if that's how your organization is. If you, if you can sustain that standard and that integrity within your company, that's what creates that long-term success. And it's going to help you attract and uh, recruit and, and even retain good sales talent to keep mm-hmm. their attention.
2: Well, that was one of my next big questions is, you know, you've developed this great sales team. How do you keep them? And I think I know what you're going to say, but I want to ask you that.
0: Yeah, I think that one thing is the integrity the standard being there and, and keeping their attention and knowing that you're serious. Uh, a couple of things that, to think about that I, that I love to recommend is you, you should have a performance improvement plan if and when they've made more money than they've ever made before and they start to slip and things start to get a little this and that. Uh, be ready to have something that makes them realize that you're serious about them staying on track. So that would be a um, basically a, some sort of a warning type document that says, hey, take a look at this. Here's what we need to do to get you back on track. Or there's a consequence. Maybe it's you know you're no longer getting fed leads, right? Or maybe it's um, you know you're going to have a, a, whatever, maybe, right? So there's that. There's one thing. The other thing too would be, I think sales leaders, and and this is something that you know we help either coach you to do or do with you, but to really just keep the personal goals of that sales rep in mind, their why in mind, their numbers in mind and meet with them monthly to review how they're doing on track and if they're off track and and really isolating the thing that's going to make them better. And I don't care if they're the greatest. You know, you look at, I was watching the Netflix uh, series that Peyton Manning put on the the quarterback. It's called Mm -hmm. quarterback. I saw that. Yeah. So good and
1: well because Tom and Kathy were watching Mahomes probably the whole time.
2: <laughs> Did you guys even
1: tune in when his portion was over?
2: <laughs> they also have a documentary on Stephen Curry, which I loved as well. So you loved that? it? I
1: didn't see that one.
0: I have oh to check
2: yeah, it. yeah. Definitely. Watch it. It's great. Under
0: underdog or something like that.
2: Yes, highly recommend it.
0: Oh good, I, I saw that on Apple Apple TVs, but I think I saw it. Okay. um I'll check it out. I want to see that. So you think about it, like Kirk Cousins got like a mental trainer. Like (laughs) he's got like this thing that helps his brain stay active because when you start to see a pattern, the same thing, your brain sleeps a little bit. So it's like, Mm -hmm. finds this way to keep him alert so that he can focus and be alert at all times. And Mm -hmm. Pat Mahomes is working on one part of his, with his trainer, some of it's just defense, right? Like they're just like recovering, just trying to get they're not like growing an area of their game. They're just trying to stay healthy. Mm. And then uh, there's other parts where they're like, "Hey, we need to work on the play," and then work on this, this, uh, this Pokemon play they made up in one week, or you know, uh, the Pikachu play, or the Santa Claus play. I mean, they, they they make up these plays. But then there's also the physical fitness and the skills and like the jumping and the strength conditioning and the th- the throwing and the the core and the torso movements. So you think about whether you have a rookie who's making really blatant errors or you have a Pat Mahomes on your team, You know what, what gets Pat Mahomes fired up is winning the championship and having the big goal in mind. And I think that as a leader, as an owner, you can't pay your salesperson you know a $300 million contract, but you can put your salesperson in a position where they know what winning looks like outside of making money and they know, and that's why we, we love what we do at STG so much is we're having awards this year, of like salesperson of the year and contractor of the year. And like, there's something outside of your pond where there may be a big fish in that pond where they can be honored amongst an industry standard and peers that gets that sales professional thinking. Um, I work really hard and I'm being recognized. And I think the best talent the top performing talent performs best when there's eyeballs on them they love they love when there's multiple eyes no like they know that someone's watching and so they want to they want to be a show-off they want to go crush they want to do great i'm that way i'm better when there's more people watching me and evaluating me than when i'm not because it helps me focus because it that this good accountability so i think that that's those are things that help retain you know uh and you can do that and, and not be their best friend. And everybody knows each other's everything about everybody's life. You don't have to be best friends with everybody. You know. Uh, you could be if you want. And a lot of contracting sales teams have people who are considered best friends and family on their teams. But you can still create a culture where you're fostering and channeling what they're doing for the company, which is selling well and lining that up with their personal goals and then uh, coaching them, making them better, and then keeping their attention beyond their paycheck uh, with respects to what winning looks like outside of the pay. And those are some things that you can do to keep people's attention.
1: Mm. I love the recognition part there because, and you, you kind of distinguished between recognizing somebody and say maybe patronizing or coddling them, or you don't, it's not necessarily an emotional thing. I mean, it it can be. But if you have a process whereby people feel like I, I know when I've reached a certain goal, i've I've been recognized for it. It doesn't even have to be like a strict reward system or awarding. It could be. But recognition, making sure that's built in is so important because sometimes your business has highs and lows as a whole. I mean we, you know, we were talking about getting through economic difficulty. Brandon Lewis was on talking about that. Kathy and I had podcasts with him. Tom had done a series of five on managing uncertain times. Everybody goes through challenging economic times, whether it's an economic downturn or whether your company is just trying to find its next level. Um, but I still think in the middle of all that, you could still do what you're talking about, which is having very clear goals in um, very, very clear and um, intentional recognition of people and what their accomplishments have been, no matter how you're doing as a company overall, obviously we all want to win big as a company, but knowing you're winning big as an individual and people are looking, even when they're, we're as a whole having a hard time. I think that's so important that never should be neglected, but unfortunately I, I think it's probably neglected in a lot of companies because they're so they get dragged down by if we're winning as a company or not. Um, what do you, what's your thoughts on that, especially when it comes to salespeople that are motivated by recognition and revenue goals and you know benchmarks and things like that?
0: Yeah. I mean, 67% of salespeople we evaluate, they're motivated intrinsically, which means that they want to know how they're doing. They want to feel like they're doing a great job. Hmm. They They want to be challenged. They want to be developed. They want to grow. It's not just, hey, I'm working hard so that I can... Be a social media influencer, and you know, walk in and out of a Lambo, like, or or whatever. You know, they, they, there's the, the extrinsic money motivator. That just that's all they care about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's so there's the hey, I want to, I want to know how I'm doing, and I want to be the best that I can be. I want to be number one. Yeah, two thirds of people are more bent toward they want to be successful, and they want to feel. that That, they're being being recognized and challenged challenged better. better, And that's that's That's, something that's, uh, that's recognized. So.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It's an important message, especially for sales teams. I mean, Kathy, your thoughts on this being the sales director at estimate rocket. I mean, what do you think?
2: Oh, I love hearing all this because it's so important to have skills and talents because as we, as the world and the economy ebbs and flows, you need to be able to pivot really quickly with your skill set to still keep at a certain level closing deals. And that's why it's so important not to have just order takers, because in our world, Ryan, disruption is part of our world. You know, you look over your shoulder every month now, every 30 days before it was, you could be in the marketplace for a year and you didn't have another competitor come on. Now it's every month. Some VC company has written a program and you have another competitor in the marketplace. So having a certain certain sharpness to your skill set makes it easy to overcome obstacles and pivot when needed. So to your point, it's really important to have those skills honed in well. Yeah,
0: for sure. It's like might as well just air on the side of we're always getting better, and we're we're always can mm-hmm. get. And you might as well just go there in your minds because, well, guess what? If things are good and you made the right changes, and you're crushing you're crushing it, and you're just cleaning house, great, you know, because because uh, if you didn't have that, and you look back and you said, man, we could have, then you'd regret it, right? And then it's right. and then there's the uh, we're running into a situation where it's a challenging time. And we don't have the skills and we're much lower in our revenue than we were versus a mild, a slight difference. So yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. And I think that that's where just this continuous improvement mindset, uh, when done well, and you don't overchange over uh, too much, too fast, too often, but you can implement the right changes and create habits in the organization. Uh, I think it could be fantastic.
1: hmm well, I know that the upcoming Transform Conference is going to be covering a lot of these topics. I know you just mentioned earlier, we have an event coming up uh, as you know, a part of a lot of things you guys are doing. We're excited to be there. Estimate Rocket was there last year, going to be there again this year. Um, do you want to tell people about that and how they can learn more?
0: Yeah. Thank you. I'm super excited for your support and your involvement. So thanks for coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the conference is, is the number one event for growth-minded contractors. Uh, we we say this because we want owners, sales leaders, service department leaders, and top salespeople to come. So if you're, we want you to come together, bring your A team, and we're going to cover things on leadership, business. We're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk about personal growth. That's the that's the unique thing about our event is we bring a lot of business content, industry experts, panelists, tech companies. Uh, th- that's all going to happen, and we're going to be just dis- we'll be discussing industry specific topics, but we do care about the personal growth side because we believe if you're growing personally and it's going to impact you professionally, but this isn't a life coaching event we're not going straight into. This isn't like a Tony Robbins event or anything. (laughs) Some uh, some coals in the middle of the the hotel, but.
1: But uh, counselors are on standby. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just mention real quick, you mentioned personal growth. Not a lot of people talk about that. I love that you guys do that cuz I see a lot of people mentioning professional growth but there's no foundation for the integrity and character that you're talking about. You kind of mm-hmm. have to try to hire for it, but how do you help people grow in that way? I love that you guys deal with that. I just love it. It's very unique in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm learning how much do I want to deal with it as a company? <laughs> like like how much do I want to do it or not? And right. but to me it's a it's a core part of who we are. One of our core values is we're a greater purpose company. Like we're not just in business to make, to make businesses more money and for us to make money. I I do. I do want to see, you know, generational curses broken and people get out of bad thinking and, you know, have a healthy, healthy existence. And I think that looks like great relationships and, you know, financially solid and great health and, um, just glowing every day, you know, and, and going through challenges with a good attitude and making it out stronger. You know, I want to see people win in life and, you know, great, great marriages and all the things. Right. So, uh, I really have a passion for that type of stuff. And, uh, it's just, how do I fit that into the world of, of, of business and contracting? Well, I just, the way we do it is we just talk about it a little bit. So
1: yeah, totally. Just just you guys address it. And you guys have breakouts there. You guys have very inspiring, big sessions. You guys have some neat um, tools, people representing different tools. I hate saying vendors, but I know that you guys are, it uh, sounds like you guys are more focused on the few people that you feel like are really providing really helpful tools and resources for contractors. And and I feel like that focus is really unique this year too. So um, I think it's people that you guys stand behind that you see a lot of people using. So we're excited yeah. to be part of that crew. I don't know. I think it's just a great, it's a great conference that people need to check out. So how can they find out more about that?
0: Yeah. They can go to the dot com, and that'll take you to our page. It has our agenda, our speaker lineup, our sponsors and our partners and all the information for ticket prices and uh, the hotel information, all that. So, yeah, just we'll put, go we'll,
1: to the We'll put a link in the show notes as well. So, well, we're excited about it. Thank you so much, Ryan. Uh, it's been great to talk to you. Can't wait to see you soon. Yeah, thank you, Kathy and Chris. Thank Appreciate
2: you, Ryan. It.
1: This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com.
0: not just hey i'm working hard so that i can be a social media influencer and you know walk in and out of a lambo